Hello, introverts. This is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. Or wait a second, are you actually an introvert or are you just shy? That's what we're going to talk about on this episode. So lots of people confuse introversion with shyness. So for folks who are familiar with the podcast, who are familiar with Myers-Briggs type indicator, the whole MBTI introvert extrovert thing, you know that being an introvert is nothing more than how you gain energy. So you gain energy if you're an introvert by spending time alone and you lose energy, your energy drains when you interact with people for too long. So that's a given. We all know that as an extrovert, it's vice versa. Obviously, extroverts can spend time alone, but their energy tends to drop. And for them to really recharge, they want to interact with people. They want to socialize. They want to get out there. It doesn't mean all socializing is extroversion and all hanging out by yourself is introversion. That's one of the biggest myths that I'm always trying to clear up. You can socialize and be an introvert, right? When you're talking to somebody, it's not like, look at me being an extrovert. No, you're socializing as an introvert unless you're faking it. So that's that whole situation. But shyness and introversion. So let's get into it. Shyness is actually nervousness, right? It's social anxiety. So you can be diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, things like that. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not an expert, so don't take any of this as medical advice. If you think you might have social anxiety and it's really harming your life, you might want to talk to a therapist, to a doctor, to a psychologist, to a psychiatrist. That is not something you want to just ignore, it's something that you want to deal with and assess. But there are different levels of anxiety, right? And so if you just get a little bit nervous, you might have a very manageable version of social anxiety. And it's not a huge deal unless it is impacting your life. And that is a kind of shyness. So that shy person, that person who is withdrawing from society, maybe a little bit too much to be healthy, too much to have good social dating professional life. Now, let's see if you think you might be shy. Let's take a look at what are known as four types of shyness. Dr. Jonathan Cheek at Wellesley College, he's a professor of psychology there. He's broken down shyness into four different categories. So let's go through them. The first is called shy secure. That's where you have some social anxiety, but you don't really need a lot of social interaction. So that can be a little bit difficult, but you don't have huge needs. So that could be you're an introvert. You're like, this is a little weird, whatever. All I need to do is really hang out with people a couple times a week and I'm good and I'm moving forward in my social life in a way that is fulfilling. All is good. So that is shy secure. The next is shy withdrawn. That is a bit more social anxiety. So that can be really difficult to leave the house. There's just a lot of tension around it, a lot of just nervousness. You're literally breaking out into cold sweats anytime that you might need to talk to somebody or even thinking about having to talk to somebody. And people like this, they tend to feel lonely. So this is not like, you know what? I'm not a giant fan of socializing. I get a little nervous, but I'm doing fine. This is, I'm really lonely. I don't have friends I don't have dates, not in a relationship. I can't find a relationship at work. I feel really alienated and ostracized, outcast, stuck on the margins. That might be 
shy withdrawn. The next is called shy dependent. That's when you want to be with others so much that you actually make yourself a bit of a doormat. You let people walk all over you. You say anything just to hang out with you. I need your interaction so badly that you can say and do anything to me and I'll be there. You're second in command, you're third, fourth, fifth, sixth in command. Just do your bidding. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Now that can be very painful for people because they don't really have their own sense of self. They don't have their own integrity and they feel like they are addicted to hanging out with other people, but it actually makes them feel a bit left out and withdrawn. So that is also a type of shyness in the sense that they are shy about really asserting their own needs, their own wants, desires, instead of maybe having a conversation about something they want to, they're just, oh sure, yeah, oh yeah, that's my favorite band too. So that's a different kind of shyness. Now the fourth type is shy conflicted. These folks have a real strong need for social contact. So they really want to interact with people a lot. Maybe these are extroverts, maybe they're introverts too, it's hard to say, but they're conflicted. So they might go back and forth. They might be like, ah, I really do want to hang out, but you know what, then every time I hang out, this happens. And so they kind of go back and forth. They're not really sure of how they want to do things, right? They're not fully like, all right, I'm done, I'm out. They're not like, oh, I'm just going to be a part of things no matter what it does to my integrity or my character or whatever. This is kind of like, I don't know, I don't know. This can be very painful because they're not even sure where they're at. They're just like, oh, they're vacillating back and forth. This is really chaotic for me. So those are the four types of shyness. There may or may not be other types of shyness out there. Who knows? I thought these were kind of useful, kind of interesting. I don't take any of this stuff as pure gospel. I try to take these schools of thought as useful tools, but it's like, okay, here's a hammer, right? Okay, when there's a nail, I'm going to use this hammer. Oh, there's a screw, right? I'm not going to use this hammer. So you have to know when these tools are useful. So I'm not preaching these four categories or anything like that. I just thought that they would be interesting to talk about. Now, there are certainly people who are just simply shy and they can be extroverts, right? So they can be people who are, I actually like interacting with people all the time and I just find it really difficult and there could be lots of reasons for it. But I do think a lot of folks who get social anxiety are introverted. Now, is this true social anxiety? I don't know. Sometimes I think it might be this and this is the situation that occurred for me. I just was not as adept at these social interactions. I hadn't developed the social skills the social intelligence. So I'm talking about in my 20s and whatnot. Now, I wasn't unable to communicate with people. In fact, one-on-one, -on -one, I did very well. I would just get into group situations with strangers. I would kind of not know how to do it, right? And that was simply it. I didn't practice it enough. I didn't do it enough times for it to be normal for me. That's the benefit that extroverts have. It's not that they're born smooth. They're just like, well, I want this. I want this. They're going to keep doing it. So they're going to have 10, 100, 1,000 times more social interactions than introverts. And so they're going to develop in that way, that social intelligence. They're going to glean all of that earlier. So for me, it just took more concerted effort to be like, all right, I'm going to put myself in these interactions more. And then actually what happened, I went from having, yeah, a kind of social anxiety 
So in a sense, I was below the average of just comfort in society to basically eliminating social anxiety to the point where I have less fear in social interactions than the vast majority of extroverts. I am not an extrovert. I haven't changed anything about that in terms of being an introvert. I just, oh, okay, this is what happens in this situation. Oh, here's how I can maneuver this. Here's how I can assert myself. Here's how I can just step away from all that. So I can go up to groups of people where I don't know them and talk to them. I can speak in front of large crowds as I have on multiple occasions. I can perform music in front of people as I have on multiple occasions. I didn't do that through any real mind Jedi trick. I did it by just doing it enough time. So the first time that I played music in front of people was just, you know, in college, sitting around people. That made me a little nervous. And then I did more of that, did more of that. Finally, I performed in front of a few more people with somebody else as the lead. I was just kind of doing some rhythm guitar in the background. Then over time, more and more where I'm performing, I'm singing, playing lead guitar, leading the band or doing solo performances, and it's not a big deal. That just took time. That just took practice. And I think that is what is so often lacking in the understanding of introversion. You're never going to change the fact that you're an introvert. You never should. You should never want to. You can anyway, but you should never try to do that. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't interact more to practice and get more smooth with the situation for yourself. Because then what happens is you're like, oh, I'm more comfortable. That social anxiety I had was simply because, well, I hadn't done this enough time to know how to navigate the situation. And as an introvert, it's more high stakes in that, like, all right, I only have like a couple hours of energy in me. I don't want to make this more difficult than it needs to be. An extrovert will just blow through it, right? Maybe they have anxiety, and I'll talk about that at the end, but they are like, well, whatever, I need this. With introverts are like, eh, I could take it or leave it. All right, this is slightly painful and difficult. I'm not even going to bother. And maybe we never even get to that point where we can talk to that person that we find interesting or attractive at our local coffee shop or any of those sorts of things, you know, going on a date. Like, all right, I'm, I'm nervous with this new person. I haven't done this enough times where I just know how to like, all right, here's what we navigate this situation. Or at work, my boss doesn't know I have all this to contribute. They don't know that I'm actually a leader uh, because I kind of just keep to myself. And maybe you don't know you're a leader because you never really made the effort to interact and you think that you have to model some extroverted version that is not for you. So I would ask you, are you shy are you introverted or are you both? And I think for myself, I don't think I was ever actually shy. I think I was always introverted and maybe to a certain degree too sensitive to social stimuli. Whereas over time, I'm like, oh, okay, this is what happens with this. It's no big deal. You do it enough times so that you get beat down and numb. You're just like, all right, this is a normal thing. I know how to shake this off. If you only have a handful of interactions, each one becomes such a big deal. So I actually think that I was just introverted the whole time. I don't know. I really, I go back and forth with this stuff. I, I, I guess I can't say for a fact, but I know that anymore, I am not shy at all. I am still the same introvert though. That is the thing that has not changed. So ultimately, I don't know if these definitions really matter. 
I, I do this a lot. I'll be like, here's the category. Let's talk about it. And I'm like, you know what? These categories don't mean anything. But I think that's kind of true. These are all rules of thumb. It's like, all right, is this helpful? Is this useful to a certain degree? Maybe it is. It's one color in the coloring box. I don't know how vital all this stuff is, but I do know that shyness does probably overlap with introversion in lots of different ways. And I think that through desensitizing yourself to social stimuli, getting more comfortable in these social environments, your battery drains slower. And so once that happens, you stop dreading socializing so much, right? Because that's kind of what the anxiety component is, right? So an introvert, we're just like, eh, I could do without it, right? I'm just like, I don't really feel like doing that. There's something I would rather do instead. Or is it, I am afraid to do it. I am actually nervous about that situation. So that is more that anxiety, that shyness. But again, if you're just not well-versed in a certain social interaction, it's just going to seem like I don't want to do it. So that is really the question you ask yourself. Do you not want to do a particular kind of socializing because there are things you'd rather do, right? It's just not that interesting to you, not that engaging to you. It's boring. Or is it like, no, the truth is this stuff makes me nervous. That's why I don't like it, right? We can be averse to something for different reasons. We can tell ourselves, I'm just bored. But honestly, picture a certain circumstance. You're invited to a party with a group of friends or even coworkers, maybe you don't even know them that well, whatever it is. Now you picture yourself at the party. What are you picturing? Are you picturing, uh, man, I, these people are boring, right? These people are just drones. I don't have anything in common with them. It's just not that interesting. I would much rather hang out with my other one friend or go for a walk with my dog or whatever. Or is it like, and be honest with yourself, this situation, I just don't know who I would speak to there. I would walk in and I'd feel really awkward. Oh, there'd be that person and he's just, I don't know, he just makes me nervous to be around. I don't really... Uh, know what to say. So that's a little bit more the anxiety. That's a little bit more the shyness. So that's really up to you to uncover what's going on in those circumstances. But ultimately, let's say you figure this stuff out or not, and you're an introvert and you are shy, right? Okay, no big deal. You only require so much social interaction. Now, I would argue that you should push yourself a little bit. You shouldn't let your shyness override it. And frankly, you shouldn't even let the fact that you're introverted using that as a crutch of like, all right, just because you think an interaction might be boring doesn't mean that you, you should never do it. Sometimes you might actually find it to be not boring or yeah, guess what? That's how you find friends. That's how you find dates or a partner. That's how you move forward and work. Sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do that aren't your favorite things, right? That's how we also grow as a person to push against that resistance. But let's say you find that happy ground. Like, all right, I go out twice a week to interact with people and that really works for me. I am content in my social dating professional life. Things are going okay. Maybe I am a little bit shy. For you, it's not a huge deal. You are content. You have basically become that shy secure, right? You're like, yeah, maybe I am like this. Maybe I can push my comfort zone a little bit, but I don't need a lot from society. I'm good the way I am. If you truly are, 
That's really excellent. Now imagine being an extrovert, somebody who craves interaction with people, who your energy drains without it, right? You need this like a drug and it makes you nervous. You're like, I can't be around these people. I don't know what to say. All of that, that must be sheer terror. So even if you are an introvert who's shy, thank the heavens above that you are not a shy extrovert because that must just be sheer torture for those folks. And if you are a shy extrovert watching this, don't worry about introvert stuff, right? Focus on the fact that you are shy, that you have social anxiety and talk to folks about that and try to come to terms with that. And don't worry about whether you think you might be an introvert or not because you're probably not. So that's basically all I've got to say on this topic on shyness and introversion. I think there can be debates back and forth till the cows come home. Curious what you think about it. I am just putting out my opinion based on my research and I actually might change over time. I would love to hear what you have to say. And a final reminder that we do coaching at Introvert Unbound. We're opening up new coaching packages in 2023. And if you are struggling with aspects of your life, you would like to have a more fulfilling social dating and professional life, check out our coaching packages at introvertunbound.com and check out our new online course that will be released in January, 2023 called 30 Days to Introvert Excellence. Whether you have elements of shyness, whether you're just an introvert who's not shy, that course will revolutionize your life. I guarantee it. It's some of the best stuff we've ever put out there. And you can do it self-guided online on your own. There's a beginner, intermediate, advanced courses that you can take with that all wrapped up in one. Highly encourage that. Set forth into 2023 with your introvert goals. And I'd love to hear about those too. Take care. Hey folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast. And if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at Wes at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online consult where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the Introvert Unbound.